Let's go back to the Truett Insurance and Bunning Hotline and talk with Brian Holt over at South Base Properties. Brian, Brian, are you with us? Yeah, good morning, fellas. How are y'all? Man, we're doing good. Thanks for getting up early and uh, joining in on this. But uh, Do you want to join us to Six Flags? you want to take the yeah. Georgia Surfer with us? Well, you stole my thunder, Brock, because what I was thinking <laughs> while y'all were describing that was I need the spray to wash the vomit off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right, God. right. Absolutely. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it would be everybody's favor for me not to wait, not to ride that. That's for man, sure. No doubt. Yeah. That is me. awesome. Well, man, Brian, is, uh, I've known you for many, many years, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, super good guy. I knew that anyway, but when we posted this thing of you being on, I didn't realize you were as popular as Ooh, you are. You had a right. ton of support and uh, speaks highly <laughs> of you, man. Yeah, that's uh, But yeah, catch us up to date you've always done uh, more retail real estate stuff but the company does kind of all of it kind of tell us a little bit about the company and then let's talk some markets uh specifics after that yeah yeah sure so you, you're right uh south face is a, we're a full service commercial real estate firm you know coming up on 40 years old um that uh has transitioned over the years i mean people that you know are born and raised in birmingham if you know south face you think of us as the company that does the you know, the downtown stuff the historic right, redevelopment right. and adaptive reuse and we have and that's the, that's the what the firm was built on over the last 10 15 years um there's been a transition uh kind of a slow steady and, and purposeful transition uh with us building up our retail department and so now i would say that our retail brokerage and leasing activity is probably 85% of what wow. we do um it's also you know it also the last few years that has been accelerated by, you know, the what's happened in the office markets, not just here in Birmingham, yeah. but all over the country. Sure, sure. Um, so, so that's had a lot to do with that. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, the we are a, uh, in, for as far as retail goes, we are all over the state of Alabama for our, especially our tenant rep work um, with a lot of national, where we've got exclusive uh, agreements with national tenants that we represent across the state of Alabama. Uh, our management portfolio is largely in the Birmingham MSA, um, and is a little more balanced uh, in the in the management portfolio. We we manage quite a bit of office space uh, as well, so that's probably sixty five, uh, thirty five. You're making me do math on a Saturday morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, stop there. And make sure that added up. Well, kind of going back with the history of the company too. I mean, there was a time. Uh, Basically, the the economic activity in the state was you know UAB doing something, and then John Lauriello with South Pace, you know redoing all these buildings downtown. Yeah, sure, uh, right. He was on the front end of that curve, and uh, he's another just super good guy. But uh, you know, it's uh, from like you're talking about the uh, the tenant rep work where you uh, sign up with a brand and, and find sites for them and relocate them. What are you seeing kind of around Alabama? I know you in particular did that pop stroke thing in Tuscaloosa, oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, what other kind of things are happening out there? Yeah, you know, uh, it, on the tenant side, uh, we're blowing up. I mean, our, our, our the restaurant clients, especially um, retail too, but restaurant especially, they they haven't slowed down. I mean, since COVID, they've accelerated really. Um, I think COVID helped them uh, or forced them to get a lot more efficient with their operations um, and pushed out kind of a whole you know to go before COVID was an, was a sort of a an, you know a, a novelty really, right? I mean, some people did it, you could do it, but you know, they looked at you funny if you wanted to get your food to go from Outback. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Right, you know, pre-COVID. But now that didn't seem weird at all to order, you know, to order delivery from Outback or to go get it. Sure. And so it, it forced them to change their operations, uh, you know, in the back of house, made them more efficient and more profitable. And so we've been accelerating ever since COVID. And, and frankly, we slowed, it seems like we slowed down for about three months. 
during COVID with wow. our retail clients. Um, I mean, it, well, you know, car, you know the really, restaurants are booming, like car washes are getting built sure, everywhere. Sure. Uh, you know, and uh, really, I, back yeah. to the restaurants, I'm amazed at, you know, it seems like so many are, uh, you know, they're, they're having problems everybody's having, but with people, uh, employees, you know, Staffing, trying to find sure, staff. Sure. And, but then at the same time, you see all these places just exploding with growth. I mean, uh, it, that's just, it's a, well, you know, if you think dichotomy. about, I mean, and part of what, part of what Brian's saying is, you know, you have also the ancillary uh, development generation and existence now of these DoorDash and Uber Eats, yeah. you know, these groups that will uh, make it incredibly easy to, to Brian's point for that outback to, to make that steak dinner for someone at home and actually have it delivered to them. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it even gets all the way down to the, the buildings they're building now. I mean, sure. we, we've got clients who have, now there's a, you know, another door on the building that didn't used to be there. Right. And it's for <laughs> the DoorDash guy to come in the side of the building and pick up his stuff. It, but it also means now there's a whole new point of sale system over there, a whole new you know, fancy word for cash register. Sure. Right? You have to set up all these new systems. It's not, you know, it has literally changed what the building's like. I mean, COVID changed well, how our buildings are built and how they're designed. We've talked about it a few times. I mean, now you're having some of them I mean, are, are just basically delivery mechanisms. You know, you the whole thing's like a drive-through or, uh, yeah. you know, two-story fast food joints that bomb you with the food down a tube. I mean, it's incre- incredible oh, what, sure. uh, kind of what you're seeing. Yeah, Chipotle has built uh, a, a few models, not, not none in Alabama yet, but they built a few models where there is no register. Um, you cannot order at the restaurant. You literally have to order on the app, and then you walk in and, and get it. There is not a, you can't pay for it there. You can't order it there. It is literally like a kitchen that you stop by wow. and pick up what you ordered on your phone. Yeah, uh, They built one. I want to say it's across from the Naval Academy was the first one of those they built. Folks, you're listening to Truett News Radio. We are on the air right now with Brian Holt with South Pace Properties. And, you know, Brian, as we're talking about all these changes that COVID uh, encouraged or required, you know, that I, I guess for these restaurants to evolve, you know, you mentioned the office space. Have you seen that that as a result of COVID and people having been pushed back to their homes and not necessarily um, wanting it, to come em- back? Yeah, embracing office space. Have you seen these businesses uh, evolve in a way to sort of change what an office looks like to bring folks back? you know we have i mean the you know and there there are certainly people in our office that are more uh, you know more equipped to talk about the office space sure. revolution but what what we're seeing is um you know trying to figure out how you, you first of all because we get an office are completely different than what they are for retail for retail sure. we, we need help we need to expand we need help on the office side when those phone calls are coming in it is almost always these days we need help. We need, you know, yeah. we've got to downsize or we need to sublease space. Hmm. But what you're trying to find people figure out is, um, you know, things like, well, half of my people work from home half the time. They hadn't lost their productivity. So I don't know that I really mind this, but I don't need 5,000 feet anymore. Yeah, right. Can I get to 2,500 feet? But then you start figuring out, I still got, you know, I still got whatever, 20 salespeople that come into my, yeah. my distribution office. How do I house 10 of them at a time? Well, yeah, yeah, or a, or like a, or a once a week meeting in the office. I mean, you yeah, know, exactly. there's still uh, challenges with that. 
Well, it's interesting, you yeah, know, I, yeah. I do a lot of my work at the closest coffee shop. I mean, I'm, I'll just frankly tell you that. And, yeah. and, and for me, you know, the anonymous activity of what's going on at that coffee shop is sort of the equivalent to me sleeping with a fan. You know, it's just, <clears throat> it's where I find peace. It's where I find productivity. It's absolutely the perfect environment for me to be productive. Now, what's interesting is all around me are basically office mates that I see every single day of the week there, you know, so I mean, I'll even joke if I've not seen them for a couple of days, you know, welcome back to the office but when I, I i think about that and that being uh, for lack of a better term sort of a new model in fact i would dare say i, I did that at at starbucks prior to the pandemic now starbucks response i'm not I'm just not politicizing it it is what it is they 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 shut everything down and basically forced you to to discover the the o henry's yeah. of the world the caveats of the world you know all these uh smaller local coffee shops but but i would have said prior to the pandemic that the largest office space in the country was a Starbucks, you know, globally. I mean, combined, yeah. you can't believe the amount of commerce that's conducted out of coffee shops and at that time out of Starbucks. But it, it's, I guess, as I'm thinking about that concept and model, like how do businesses, and, and again, I, I get this isn't necessarily your focus, but I think that's the challenge, right? How do they, how do they take the people out there that are looking at a different way of doing business and productivity and bringing them into a central location? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult. I mean, we have it at South Beach, right? We have we have several, you know, we all went home and worked for a little while and then sure. came back. And, and, you know, we have people who are probably more productive now, and we don't see them, you know, a couple of days a week. Sure. But you've got the challenge of, you know, how do I have a meeting? How yeah. do I have a weekly sales meeting right. with 21 people in there, right? How do you have yeah. a space big enough for that in, in an office that only needs to house 10 of them at a time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, sure. you know, it's, Hey. It's like my mother who wants a two-bedroom garden home, but enough room to host our entire family for Sunday. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they, hey. don't, they don't make those, you know. Hey, Brian, let me, let's switch back over to retail real yeah. quick. Uh, kind of around Birmingham and then in the state. I mean, what areas are you seeing? Uh, I know you were talking about restaurants, and it seems like everywhere is kind of hot. But mm-hmm. is there a hotter area people are asking about? You know, I've seen stuff opening Gardendale, downtown Hoover. I mean, yeah, what, sure. do, what do you see on that side? I mean, statewide, first of all, Huntsville, far and away. Yeah. No, you, you can't hold account to it. We do as much work in Huntsville as we do in Birmingham. Probably more work Man. in Huntsville than we do in Birmingham. That's amazing. Um, when, you it, say, when you say Huntsville, too, it, it's really that whole corridor, isn't it? From, like, Athens to Decatur to Madison to Huntsville. I mean, that whole area is yeah. exploding. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a, new, um, there's a new kind of junior box center coming out of the ground in Athens in an area that uh, at an interstate exit that only five or six years ago was just a was just that it was a long long haul interstate exit yeah, between Nashville yeah. and Birmingham, right? It was like the most likely place for you to stop and buy gas, and that's all anybody knows right, what happens. Right, all right. of a sudden, they're getting they're getting junior box centers because wow. Huntsville has expanded up that Highway seventy two corridor um, to the point where you know there used to be about a fifteen to twenty minute stretch of that corridor that was quiet. You know, if you were driving to work from Athens, you had time to stop and think. Sure, for fifteen minutes, man. It, it's <laughs> filling in very quickly. That's they're a fact. building. 350 400-unit apartment complexes wow. you know, on, on I-65 just south of Athens. I mean, it's blowing up up there. So we're doing as much up there. Breland Companies, the home yeah. builder turned commercial uh, developer, has done a absolutely ridiculously fantastic job of, of their development. They're unbelievably organized. Wow. Um, and just, I mean, I, I could talk all morning about how I think they've sort of changed commercial development. Um that's and what they're doing, but we're, uh, down here in Birmingham, um, 
Gardendale, it, you know, is, is, it's funny, in, in smaller markets, one project can make it seem like the market's on fire. And Gardendale's doing great because they've got a significant project up there with Jay Turner and his group. Yeah. Uh, that's the amount we've put um, fully up there. Uh, and um, Bank of America, uh, we've got, you know, working on that deal up there as well. Sure. Um, then Hoover, you know, it's funny with the, you know, the Galleria is still going to be the Galleria, but the market shifted west towards Stadium Trace and, and you yes. know, the area. I think we all called it the Grove, but we sure. called it the Grove for years, but we're talking about 459 and 150. Yep. Um, that is, that's still probably the hottest little area um, right. around Birmingham. And then, you know, downtown is still hot. It, it defies logic sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> right, with, right. With the amount of apartments and things they're building down there. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've, we've still been very active downtown. Our challenge with downtown or the kind of the CBD sometimes is figuring out exactly where the synergy is. We're, we're real lucky in Birmingham that we've got yeah. – what four, four or five entertainment districts? Is you, if you want to call yeah, them in the, sure. in the, in the day, uh, but then you bring a retailer or a, a restaurateur down there, and he's trying to figure out where's the center of mass. Yeah, you yeah. know, like where where's the heart of it, sure. and and they're all kind of some pretty much equally weighted. So it's it's great if you're bar hopping. It's not too easy <laughs> if you're trying to figure out. Yeah. Where the, well, hey man, uh, we got to run to get to the end of the show, but uh, I would love to keep talking to you about oh, this. We got to sure. get you back on yeah, for yeah, sure sometime. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, again, right. thanks so much for uh, for being part of it. All right, you got it. Y'all have a good one. Happy to do it. All right, see you, Brian. Thanks, yeah, thanks. Right. That's that's Brian Holt with South Pace Properties doing the retail side of that.